You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Could drama actually help these Boston Celtics? My name is Mike Petralia, joined by the one and only Jeff Goodman and also Chris Grenham. The one and only Chris Grenham. I was going to say, I was going to get there. The one and only Chris (laughs) Grenham. This Garden Report is brought to you by the great folks at 1 and 100. Go to clnsmedia.com slash CelticsGSW and register for your chance to win in a raffle tickets to the big match coming up between the Celtics and the defending NBA champs next Saturday night here at TD Garden. Also, enter in a raffle for your chance to win killer Pats and Bruins tickets, all from our good friends at 1 in 100. All right, we've had so much drama in the last week regarding the Boston Celtics. Before this dramatic 117-108 win over the Eastern Conference leading Raptors, there was the three-game losing streak. Obviously, the Celtics really fell apart in Orlando and disintegrated in the third quarter in Brooklyn. I'll get your read first, Jeff. What do you make of all the drama, and can the, what will it take for the Celtics to make their way through it? I like it. I like the drama. I think it's good for the You're Celtics. You're one of very team. few. You're I, I know. I know few. fans don't like it. Is but, it an edge? Well, I think, again, you have to go through some adversity. Uh at some point through an, an 80, you know, two-game schedule, right? You're going to go through it at some point. Uh, why not go through it now? You certainly want to peak at the right time. Maybe that gives this group uh, a little bit of focus of, hey, we need to play together. I know it was Kyrie taking over down the stretch, but he had 18 assists. Yep. And he said, and I, you know, some people forgot I can actually pass the ball. Well, Kyrie, listen, you score the ball. That's the number one thing you do well. Right. Maybe you need to balance it a little bit better. And look for your teammates. Gordon Hayward needs help to be effective this year. Marcus Morris has been great. Tatum's been inconsistent. Jalen Brown, be that so-called leader. Step up and look for your teammates first because you know you can score the ball whenever the hell you want. Okay, and I'm going to get to the, you know, we're going to talk about Kyrie ad nauseum uh, in other videos, but I want to get to the point that Kyrie Irving made after the game, and he said Jalen Brown was right. I'm paraphrasing here. Kyrie needs to empower the young guys. What did you make of that, Chris? Yeah, well, I mean, he talked about empowering the young guys and empowering each other. He's kind of talked about that extensively, but he hasn't done the best job to this point. So tonight he kind of came clean. He was, you know, Jalen Brown after the game in Brooklyn. Didn't call him out, but he was saying, you know, it starts from top to bottom. It's not just the younger guys. It's the young guys and the old guys. So everyone kind of knew who he was talking about there. He's kind of going after him. And, and yeah, he did – he did say that he was right tonight. He talked about calling LeBron and kind of adjusting. But, again, we've still yet to see the results of that. So we'll find out how legitimate some of those comments are down the road. I mean, everything he said 
in Orlando was true. I had no problem with everything he said. It's just that it was public and he did it in the media, and I think that was the main problem. Jeff, you know Brad Stevens very well. There's an important aspect to this we're not uh, touching on, right? haven't touched on yet, and that is how the coaching staff handles this drama. Right. We saw what happened in the fourth quarter in Brooklyn where essentially the starters were benched, and he, Brad Stevens, in no uncertain terms, sent a message to the starters that, you know, I understand the intensity to to a degree, but the drama's got to stop. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, Brad Stevens is about as good of dealing with people as any coach I've ever been around at any level in any sport. Wow. So High I praise. think he can figure this out, okay? I think he's going to be able to figure it out with Kyrie, but I'm sure he's trying to, again, kind of figure out how to do it with Kyrie because Kyrie is a different dude. Yep. You know, he's not your normal guy in terms of, again, in Cleveland, we kind of know the rap on him. He wasn't the best teammate all the time. He comes in here. He's expected to be a leader from day one. That's not really him. Al Horford's kind of the quiet leader in the locker room, but Kyrie's got to grow. And I think you hope that an incident like this helps Kyrie again at the right time so that maybe he can get this team together. And again, being accountable, hopefully gains him some some respect from his teammates. Do you think Brad Stevens, a lot of fans, at least from what I've heard, they kind of complain that Brad Stevens is more of a passive guy. If, say this continues over the next couple weeks, say month plus, is he going to have to change his way, kind of get up into some of these guys no, at some point? You, you don't him. see any of that changing? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, Brad does it the way he does yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. And it's worked. It's it has, worked at it every has. level. So I think that, again, he's going to stick to what he is. Yeah, right fair. now, drama is the – straw that stirs the drink of these Boston Celtics and we'll see how it turns out as the season progresses. This Garden Report has been brought to you by the great folks at 1 and 100. Go to clnsmedia.com slash Celtics GSW and enter in a raffle for your chance to win tickets to the Celtics Golden State game next Saturday night here at TD Garden. Also for your chance, go to 1in100.co for your chance to win killer pa- Patriots and Bruins tickets, all from our great friends at 1in100.co. Inside TD Garden for Jeff Goodman and Chris Grenham. The I'm one Mike, and only Chris Grenham. The one and only Chris Grenham. <laughs> I'm Mike Petralia, CLNS Media. Breaking news, everybody. Guys can be awful at taking care of their bodies. Yep. Whether it's a shoulder injury or something worse, it's not uncommon for us guys to ignore it and hope that it just goes away. I got some friends dealing with some aches and pains for over a year now, and they're putting on weight because of it. SMH. Another thing guys tend to ignore is, well, erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Just, nope, don't do anything. Thankfully, though, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. No waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, or no trips to the pharmacy. Everything is discreet online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com garden. Fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, and get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, don't let a small problem get worse. Go online and get checked by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle, but with Roman, it's really easy. So take care of it. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com garden. That's GetRoman.com garden for a free online visit. One more time, it's GetRoman.com garden. 
You know, I, I'll tell you one thing, and obviously this is something that um, it was a big deal for me because I had to uh, call Brian, you know, and tell him, like, you know, I apologize for <laughs> being that young player that wanted to everything at his, you know, at his fingertips, and I wanted everything to uh, be at, you know, my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to championship. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that, and, you know, the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team is something that's not meant for many people. And Brown was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really show us, show us what it's like to win a championship. And it was hard for him. And uh, sometimes getting the most out of the group, it's not the easy, easiest thing in the world. Kyrie Irving spoke to LeBron James. Breaking. After the Celtics loss in Orlando on Saturday, he told the media tonight, following the Celtics' big win over the Toronto Raptors. This segment is brought to you by 1in100. Go to clnsmedia.com slash GSW. For your chance to enter a raffle to win tickets to next Saturday's big game against the Golden State Warriors here uh, at TD Garden. Okay, you can also okay. win Patriots and Bruins tickets. So go to clnsmedia.com slash GSW. So we got a LeBron mention out of Kyrie tonight. It was a big one. Basically him saying that I didn't get it when we were in Cleveland. You were the leader and you were trying to guide us young guys. But in his words, he said he just wanted to make all-star games, get his stats. So, right. Jeff, what was your reaction to Kyrie bringing up LeBron tonight? Just like that, Kyrie goes from being vilified within like a five-minute stretch <laughs> yeah. to now being hailed as the good guy. It really happened right? that quickly, yeah. Because he took accountability for everything that he did wrong in Cleveland. Yeah. Within one phone call. Now, we, we still want to hear from LeBron what that right. phone call was like, sure. and we never will. Yeah. We never will. I wanna, I'll say it's between us, and he won't yeah. say right. I want to see LeBron's reaction when he looked at his phone. Yeah, Wait, saw, the, saw the video. You think he hit ignore no, yeah, first? Yeah, I think he, he hit ignore. How many yeah. times do you think it took him to <laughs> actually answer that Wait, this one. must be a butt dial, right? he still actually yeah. has Kyrie's phone number in his phone? <laughs> That's a it great might not question. be under Kyrie Irving. <laughs> exactly. It might be yeah. under something Yeah, I don't even know what it's under. But he definitely has it. Maybe it's changed now. Maybe it's back to Kyrie Irving again. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they're boys again. Now it's post-call. But listen, Kyrie did... What I think a lot of us probably have wanted him to do, which talk about his relationship yeah. with LeBron and maybe how he was immature, uh, didn't act the part, was a young guy, and he spoke at length about the fact that, yeah, I was worried too much about my own stats and wasn't worried about the ultimate thing, which was winning, and now I understand because I'm in the leadership position. Right. And, again, listen, he's still got a long way he's to go. He's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah he's still tr – but, again, this was at least hopefully a good first step. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think – you know, it was funny. Like even like with reporters, like nobody talked about LeBron James around Kyrie. Right. It was like it was almost like a like an ex-girlfriend type yeah. situation. Like, the, you best, just don't the, bring... the best part about tonight was when he said LeBron. Everyone's everyone's like, were everyone's like, like Whoa. wait, what? Like yeah. Taboo he for said, him. Yeah, he I said mean, LeBron, has, he right? Said, totally. Has he talked about LeBron James? And this was unsolicited. Right. He brought for it the up. most part. He right. brought it up. Yep. Has he talked about LeBron? I remember the first press conference when he got here. Yeah. I remember trying to get him a couple times mm -hmm. to do it. He wouldn't do it. Oh, he was pissed no, off. He doesn't yeah, want. He, he, we talked afterwards about it, and you could tell he wasn't, wasn't happy. happy. His agent wasn't happy sure. with me trying to go there, and he's really kind of avoided it ever since. Yeah, wants to kick like that, like that idea that he was like LeBron's second, you know, Robin to his Batman yeah. sort of thing. But right. now it's like, oh, wait a second. Now I'm in LeBron James's shoes. I kind of understand that now. Now I'm the leader trying to get these young guys who used to be me on track and and play the same way. Maybe now he understands where Tatum's coming from a little bit, where Brown, where Rozier, where these guys' heads are at. So he has to relate to them back a little bit more now. So he had to pick LeBron James's head. So I say, I say credit to Kyrie for making that call because, you know, when you're dealing with guys with big egos, you have to make that call. 
and you know sometimes it's hard to make that call. So he so he went ahead and did that, and, and credit to him. We will see now right. how he transitions into that leadership role because we know LeBron James is a good leader. Yeah, we we already know that about Le LeBron James. Let's see if we know that eventually about Kyrie Irving. We're continuing to watch Kyrie Irving evolve as a leader. We'll see how this pans out post LeBron comments over the next few weeks. Check out everything at clnsmedia.com.